Hey all, welcome back to the podcast. This time I have Shayla Meister. She is not only a Swiss weightlifter, but the best ever Swiss weightlifter. We talk about her progress in the sport from CrossFit to world-class weightlifter and her ambitions for the Olympics. There's a lot to say, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Hey Sheila, welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast. It is a real pleasure to have you here sitting in my office actually um we've come from um a very noisy gym into a very peaceful place because we have a lot to talk about and i wanted to do it in a calm and quiet place so because you have a great story so yes. welcome <laughs> <laughs> thank you Wiki, for inviting me anyone who doesn't know shana should should know her because she is not only uh switzerland's best um weightlifter female weightlifter she's also a delightful person <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You've been coming to Mallorca for several years, haven't you? Yes, I like to train here. It's a really nice, sunny, and yeah, cool island to train with nice people. Yeah, we were, we're okay. <laughs> but you you originally um, started in CrossFit, didn't yes. you? Mm-hmm. So Nine years ago, I started CrossFit, and I switched to weightlifting four and a half years ago. Yeah. So what what inspired you to start CrossFit in the first place? I wanted to do something different than gym. So there was a CrossFit opening up in my my city center where I live. And I tried it and really liked it. And get much stronger than than in a gym, in a regular gym. Were you doing any kind of sport beforehand? No. (laughs) What were you doing? Not really. Nothing. When I was a kid, I did the ballet. But um, after that, yeah, you know, in Switzerland, you go for ski and you go for snowboard in winter, but that's, that's it. Mm. Yeah. You guys don't really do much else then? We do, we do, but I didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. So how, how, how old were you when you started CrossFit? I'm 36 now, so... 25. 20, yeah. No. 27. 27. Mum, my maths is really bad. So you were already an adult. Yeah. Yeah. So was it tough getting into fitness? Um, No, not at this time. No, it was not too tough. So, yeah. At the beginning, CrossFit was also not that high skill as today. That's true. So I did my first bar muscle up, I don't remember, maybe half a year. Really? Or a year after I started. So. Wow. Yeah, got strong really fast. <laughs> Did you feel like compete? But I struggled a lot with double unders. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel um, that you wanted to compete or was it just with no, fitness? No, no. At the beginning, it was just like, okay, just to do some sports. On weekends, I went uh, out for partying and yeah, but no gym in the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the CrossFit Open um, came. I don't remember which year, but I did my first open. And then I felt, yes, uh, I like it. I like to compete in a team, especially in CrossFit. That's really fun. And yeah. And then we started to compete 
um, outside Switzerland. So we did like vacations and competitions in one with friends. And yeah, I did that for a few years. So it was still a hobby. It wasn't like your yes, main yes, thing. Yes. No, no, no. No, so it just, was just a hobby. I was always working from Monday to Friday. And then for the weekends, we went to Italy or France or Malta. Wow. Malta throwdown. Amsterdam throwdown. Um, Berlin throwdown was my biggest competition with Nicole Herr. Okay. She's the best Swiss uh, crossfitter. Maybe you know her. Um, I haven't met This her, was no. my highest crossfit competition, I think, with her. Yeah. So you got to a pretty yeah. good level. Yeah, I was okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what made you change to weightlifting? I'm small. Okay, I'm 156. To, yeah, I mean, I'm I, I need to do the 55 conversion. kilos. Yeah. 156 in feet and inches for the British listener is, hang on, get the phone out, 156 cm in feet. So you are five foot one. Yes. And one of our head coaches... My boyfriend, he owns a gym and the head coach is uh, of weightlifting. He asked me if I want to compete in weightlifting to get better in weightlifting for CrossFit. And then I did my first weightlifting competition and in 55, no, 53 category. The weight category. Weight category. And yeah, I got a really good result that the national coach of Switzerland, he contacted me to get in the team already after my first competition. Wow. Because I'm really light and I was already snatching 60 kilos and clean and jerking more or less 80, 85, don't remember. And today I do 88 and 108. That's amazing. <laughs> with more or less the same body weight. Yeah. And um, that's yeah why I moved to weightlifting. I was doing both and... Yeah, I got some pain in my shoulder, some pain there, and then I could not do both mm. at the same time. And if you want to get better at something, you have to yeah, choose. You cannot do two sports at the same level. What was your opinion of weight? Did you even know about weightlifting no. before? <laughs> no. You know, it's, no. Like, it's not something, it's such, no. it's such a niche thing still. Mm -hmm. It's um, also in Switzerland, we don't have many athletes coming from only weightlifting. There are 95% CrossFit in Switzerland. Mm. And um, yeah, it's coming more and more from CrossFit, getting more known. And uh, yeah, so now I'm competing in Europeans and Worlds. And yeah, at the beginning, it was already cool to qualify for Europeans. Mm. And now I want to get better and better, better ranking. Qualify for the Olympics is the, the biggest goal <laughs> next year. Yeah. So from um, a training perspective, you said before that you liked to be with the team. Mm -hmm. And now as a weightlifter, I guess you spend a lot of time mm -hmm. on your own. Yes. How is that? I like CrossFit, but not so much conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> so I like weightlifting and gymnastics. I do some gymnastics now. But what I most like on weightlifting is that it's a really special sport for, for working on little things. Mm. So you have to be flexible. You have to be strong. You have to be mentally really, really strong. Yeah. And yes, I think that's, that's some things that I really, really like to work on it. I kind of feel like yeah. when you're saying that, that you must have become really hyper aware of your body. Mm hmm. 
Like because every tiny little thing that you do mm-hmm. will affect how the weight moves above your head. So can you tell me how long it took you to sort of really feel like you were lifting well? Or did you always feel no, like you were lifting no, well? No, I still feel I'm not lifting well. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> yes. No, there's always something. You know, on 80 or 90%, you lift well, but you want to lift well on 100 or more percent. That's what you need to mm. to get in weightlifting, no? So when you do your one rep max, you don't try to just lift the most weight for sure. That what, that's what counts, but you want to lift it nicely and with a good technique and to get stronger because if you lift it, Nicely, you can lift even more, and it's also healthier for your body. No CrossFit reps. I, no, no CrossFit reps. Because they'll be they get they, in a in an official weightlifting competition, mm-hmm. they would get kicked out anyway. You get a red flag. Yes, you? yes, because of their elbows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my coach is really hard. He always says no, no, no. I felt really good, and he said no, was not good. So oh. I redo it. I try to do it better, <laughs> always better. And he always says, we don't want to do it better. We want to do it perfect. So I try to do every rep perfect. <laughs> Tell me about your coach. Who is your coach? My coach was the Swiss national t- uh, team coach until two and a half years ago. And now it's the Romanian coach from from Loredana Toma, the, oh, the coach. Maybe yeah. you know her. Yeah, she, I've watched her. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's really strong. And yeah, he coaches me remote via WhatsApp video. I call him like 99% of my sessions. I call him. Maybe you saw him. Yeah, I just... I I, remember you took a picture of him. Yeah, I I just wanted you to... I was wondering if you still had the same coach because last time I saw you training, it was really fun watching. He's basically watching you on the phone. Yes, he watches me on the phone. It's difficult, but it's better than nothing. Better than training alone. Do you get the chance to and train with in front of him ever? Do you go to where yes, he is? Yes, yes, yes. He came to Switzerland two weeks before Europeans. I competed a month ago, exactly a month ago, mm-hmm. so mid-April. And he came um, end of March to Switzerland. We prepared two weeks together in my gym at my home place. <laughs> and this was, yeah, the best thing yeah. ever. Yeah, because it's not the same as remote and he came he coached me he could coach me better than online and it's different if he's there if he's with you Mm. on your session and not on your phone yeah absolutely and um this was also the first time he came with me to the competition to the european championship to international competition Mm. He came with me to a national competition you already. Tell the listener where you finished in this competition. Yes. Where did you come? <laughs> I become fourth yeah. in Europe. Yeah. That's amazing. And from eight, 19, 19 athletes. And all these in front of me were like really weightlifting countries. Like first place was Romania. Second place was Ukraine. Third place was Armenia. Oh my God! And these <laughs> like, were really, incredible. really strong lifters in front of me. I, what's and the, because wait. of two kilos in snatch, I missed the, the medal. Two, yeah, but two kilos two in kilos. snatch is a lot, though, isn't it? When you get into that kind of weight, yes, two kilos is a lot. But I can missed, you do it? I did my first attempt at eighty-two. The second one I missed at eighty-five, 
and then I redo, redid it, 85, and the plan was to do at the third attempt, 87. <gasps> I did it at home a week oh. before competition. And yes, the fourth place in an international competition is the best result since 50 years in Switzerland. Congrats. Men, female, <laughs> both. And the medal would be like the first time ever in an international competition to get the medal. I was so, so excited for yeah, you. Oh, yes, what a good achievement. So, yes, yes. Oh, so and how did you, I mean... Like, I was there with my coach, with my boyfriend who supports me always. He's lovely. And everyone was there with me and watching me from home and was really, really cool. Mm. And it was also one of my nicest weightlifting competition so really good organized and a huge stage really huge and yeah it was was cool to stand on this platform it's really difficult to explain them how excited you are to to lift on a platform like this yeah, you're, not ex you're, not <laughs> you're nervous but you're excited you're yeah. like everything and when you're done you're just happy you cannot ex explain how happy I was after after my last clean and jerk attempt. Yeah. Wow. That's really, really cool, yeah. It, it takes such a lot of nerve mm -hmm. to do it, to actually like go out there and not be intimidated by the setting, by a huge stage mm -hmm. as well. I mean, there's, like, there's such an element of performance mm -hmm. in weightlifting, isn't there? Yeah, because you have three attempts in front of the jury and, yeah, you have a minute to do the lift what's an off timer eh? mm. but um yeah the first snatch is always the most difficult you're on the stage is your first lift on this competition you don't know how you're feeling you hope you're feeling good so <laughs> but after your first snatch if it's a good lift for sure you're more calm so mm. the second and the third you just want to get higher numbers yeah more kilos yeah. to get the better result yeah how how do you prepare your mind for those kind of those kind of big events? Yeah, in training every training session, like focus, focus, really, just all focus on your training. Not talking with friends, not doing every anything else when you're training. Like feeling like you're on the competition. Mm. Like a few weeks before competition, I try to do like every session. I mean, not every, but every snatch and clean and jerk session. I do that always Monday, Wednesday and Friday, snatch and clean and jerk. And these are my my most important sessions. And then I try to really focus on training and like do every lift like it would be on a competition. And yes, be calm on in the, in your warm up at the competition day. And you can do a lot with briefing and yeah like just ignoring everything what's around. Do you visualize as well when you're when you're training then? Are you actually imagining yes. that you're on also the when I'm home, platform? When I'm before I'm going to bed, I do that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You can also feel like you're snatching mm. without being even in a gym. So is that something that your coach taught you to do or is that something that you've, no, you've developed? I work with uh, with a mental coach. Not for this competition, but for World Championship last year and for European Championship uh, last year as well. And I learned a lot and it helped me a lot also because, yeah, it's a really, really mental thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> because especially when you lift the weight you've never lifted before, 
it's it's not the way on the bar that don't makes it possible. The most of the time, it's your mental game. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You yeah. have to believe you can lift it. The half of the work is done when you just believe it. <laughs> what but, do you think is your limit? Have you got a limit of the weight that you could lift? My coach says I can easy snatch ninety or ninety five. In between ninety and ninety five. Yes. And where are we where are you at the moment? Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Yeah. I did that once. Eighty seven I did twice. Yeah. Yeah. But at this level you just do one kilo jumps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what that's uh, yeah. I imagine and also also the, the progress slows down, mm-hmm. doesn't it? As mm-hmm. you get to that's top mm-hmm. of your game. But you get faster, you get stronger, and you feel you can lift more. Mm. So I really feel I can snatch 90 kilos. So I'm just waiting for it. <laughs> what do you, do? You, will you try it out now and again? No, I never just... tried more than 88 because, yeah, it always depends how it felt, the yeah. 88, and when you did it. Like if you do that a week before competition, you wa- you don't want to have no lifts. You want to finish with a good lift and do 88 and a really good mm. and then um, try to do it at the competition. Yeah. So these days, I guess you're not doing a nine to five job any lo- anymore or are you? I'm working from Monday to Thursday for a company in Switzerland, for a sports company. And um, I also work two to three days for the gym, I, my boyfriend's gym. I train at, and um, yeah, but it's, yeah, I can do that whenever I have time. But the days from Monday to Thursday, they are hard. Yeah. I have to go, to go to the office two days, and these days are the hardest days because... I travel an hour to the office, an hour back to the gym, and then do your two and a half hour session. And then it's late. Yeah, honey. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it's late. But uh, it's okay. I try to to work less, but at the moment it's not possible mm. because of, yeah. Money. Yeah, money and also because of my job. Yeah. I, we don't have enough <laughs> employers to, to work, so it's hard. Because I yeah. mean, you, uh, anyone who has uh, can just be a full time athlete mm-hmm. is going to have a huge advantage, aren't they? Because mm. they don't have yeah, to worry but about the I other was, stuff. I was preparing for the European Championship two weeks before the competition. I was not working. Mm. I was working a bit for the gym, but yeah, in the afternoon, I mean, I woke up, I had breakfast, I went to training, I came home to have lunch, and then it was just two three hours to relax and at. Normal, I work at this time. And then sometimes it was boring. I did some work for the gym. I was like, okay, what else can I do yeah, at home? What else can now. I do for for the gym? I'm not used to it, to not work. So the oh. best would be to work like two, three days and over five days. Mm. I mean, to work in between my, my sessions or after my session. Like this, like, yeah. What's the workless? Um, I mean, you're but you're, not not work. Okay, because you need a bit of mental stimulation. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, socializing. As but well, I, I think this is also what um, makes me strong because I know I have to work and I appreciate to go to training mm. and to yeah to do what what I love to do. <laughs> I imagine you have a ton of support from the gym. Like the people in the mm-hmm. gym must be so proud of yes, you. Yes, yeah. yes, and we are. We have a lot of weightlifters 
Oh yeah. Yes. You've inspired a generation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and my cousin, she's 16 and she started weightlifting now and uh, she's getting really, really strong. Good girl. And uh, What's her, her technique, Natasha. Well, we should look for her then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put him, her in my story sometimes and her technique is so nice. And I try to teach her like my coach teaches me. Yeah. I hope she's my next generation yeah so when i'm done she's coming <laughs> I mean, what's what is the kind of age age lifespan of a weightlifter you're 36 i checked now. i checked how long can you i go? checked the the ages from the european championship i was the third oldest i mean there were two older girls and there were some girls at my age but i think around 36 38 if you're professional maybe maybe before hmm with 30, yeah, because the most of the weightlifter, it's like in soccer, they start at 10. Yeah. When they're really young. Yeah, or 10 younger, or 12, Chinese or younger, kids. Yeah, <laughs> Chinese yeah, and kids, Russian yeah. kids. <laughs> or Russian kids, yeah. Yeah. They you, start, I mean, Loredana Thomas, she started with 12 and she's 28 now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure if she will continue after Paris. So next year she's 29 and then... Yeah, she did it for 17 years. Because your big goal would be the Olympics. Yes. And what's your, I mean, like, what, what's, what is, what's the process to get there for you? It's a bit different than Tokyo. You have to lift as much as possible in one competition. And there are five competitions you have to do, like qualifying competitions, um, Europeans, Worlds, and two World Cups. And you can choose in between, but there are two of them that are mandatory. You have to do them like this year in September, um, Worlds in Saudi Arabia. It's a competition you have to attempt. So um, you need five competitions. And on these five competitions, you need your best result, your highest total and snatch and clean and jerk. And then what is it, the top... 20 go of the around the world or no how do you make top the 12 oh top 12 dun 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 <laughs> where are you top at 12. the moment top 20 mm. more or less yeah more or less because it's it's just one per country and per continent it's really complicated yeah it's one per country maximum and five in total over all the categories per country and then it depends how many from these continent are going. Uh, yeah, a bit complicated, but it's not just top 12 from worlds. It's top 12, but you have to. You have to tick all the boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's possibilities there. Maybe, then. yeah. And also, yeah, I don't like to say that, but uh, there are problems with doping always now. Oh, okay. In weightlifting. And, yeah. Uh, and you never know. Yeah. Clean as a whistle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the result. I'm, oh, do you have I'm, to do them? Do you have yeah. to do drug tests? Yeah, they come home. They they, they make you pee in things. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have to do, like in weightlifting, in all the Olympic sports, when you're at national, uh, international level, you have to have one hour. You're for sure at this place. And I have it. I'm home. At six o'clock, from six to seven, they can come and they have to be at home. If they come once, it's okay. But at the second time, they come and you're not at home. 
it's positive, a positive result. Oh, even if you, even if you're actually not positive, yes. just because you're not there. Just because you're not there. Oh my God, yes. that's stressful. Yes. And they come to the gym, you, they come to your house, they come to your work. Stalked. Yes. <laughs> it's we, like a surprise. Yeah. Hello, When someone we're here. rings at the, my door at 7 a.m., I know it's a controller. <laughs> but they don't come a lot. They came two times before Worlds and one time before Europeans. And now it's always blood and urine. Okay. Like both. Yeah. Because. Well, I'm, gl I'm glad that they're testing yeah. you. Yeah. And also at competition, I always got tested mm. because the most of the weightlifters don't have big muscles. <laughs> and the most of CrossFit athletes going to weightlifting, they have a bit bigger arms. Yeah. And I always got tested. You get, they, they look at you like, yeah, yeah she's a, she's a ringer. Yeah. We have to <laughs> test her. <laughs> The podium always got tested, and then some and other. Then they pick some others, <laughs> and then me. <laughs> she's small, but she's mighty. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I was going to ask you. Oh, yeah. So, like, let's talk about body image because, like, you are like super gorgeous, lovely woman, and but you are a strong woman. And how did it feel, or did you have any issues with when you became like more muscular? Did you ever kind of struggle with that, or, no. you, or do you enjoy your your strength? I enjoy it, and I enjoy when people look at me at the supermarket when I'm with booty <laughs> shorts or with on. tights or tank top on. <laughs> they watch at me like. What's this? Why is she so strong? <laughs> Why does she have so big arms? Do you like but, purposefully uh, flex as you're yeah. reaching for a can <laughs> of beans or something? Like <laughs> bicep curl with a. No, but you don't train to get bigger muscles. You train to get stronger. And that's what just, yeah. Yeah, naturally happens. Naturally happens, yeah. How much are you eating every day? Do you have like a calorie yes. minimum that you have to get in? Yeah, I eat 2,500 at the moment. That's not a lot, but I want to stay oh, yeah, at 57, 58 yeah. kilos in training. And it's easier for me to eat less always than to cut a lot for the competition. Mm. I don't like to cut more than three kilos. Three kilos is already a lot. Mm -hmm. And yes, I work with a nutritionist and I did the water cut for the European Championship. It was really, really good. What's a water cut? A water cut is like um, you charge at the beginning of the week. For example, if the competition is on Saturday, you start drinking a lot of water on Monday, Tuesday, and then you drink less and you lose water because you're drinking a lot. And at the end of the week, you're drinking less and you still are losing water. And I lost two kilos just with water. Okay, that sounds like a diet I can get behind, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there are a lot of other things you have to make sure, like salt, um, veggies. I don't eat veggies a few days before competition because it's volume on your stomach. It's so heavy. It's like a bodybuilding preparation. Yes. yeah. Not like a bodybuilding, but no, because it's hard. They do the it's same hard. thing. They do that thing where they um like dehydrate their bodies. Yeah, yeah. On the, I mean, I, and then I, I, I have my of... way in is two hours before yeah. competition. On boxing, I guess it's twenty four hours. Mm. On in twenty four hours, you can recharge everything. But yeah. in two hours, you have to make sure you're eating enough 
but not too much and drinking enough, but also not too much because you don't want to be peeing all the time during warm up. Yeah. It's hard, but if you have a good nutritionist, it's uh, it's something less you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to think about. So, yeah. So that team, really helps me always. Team-wise, you have your nutritionist, mm-hmm. you have your coach, mm-hmm. and you have Mark. Mm-hmm. And I guess you have, like, your fa- your friends and family as well. Yes, sure. But at the end, the only person that's really is answerable is you. You must take a lot of discipline mm-hmm. and, and also um, dreams. You if, know, you, you, you have, a, like, this goal mm-hmm. that you want to achieve. And there must be days when you're thinking... I'm not going to do it, or this isn't going to happen. Or do you always feel positive? No, there are always some days, some bad days, always. And I'm always afraid I cannot get into my weight category <laughs> before competition. <laughs> <laughs> and in warm-up, you always have to trust your coach. But I'm always afraid I'm too late with my warm-up. Because, you know, in weightlifting, there's the bar outside and it goes always up it's heavier mm. and if you're going out with 82 all the others are doing like less and then at 82 you come you in. start yeah. you start and the bar is at 80 kilos and i'm still warming up with 70 i get nervous yeah I bet. <laughs> but my coach says no be calm and but also after many competitions i'm still afraid mm. i'm too late i still don't get my body weight of for the day of the competition <laughs> because it's not easy to lose two, three kilos no. in a few weeks. And yeah, there is also before world championship last year, I had a shoulder injury. I was also afraid I cannot even lift 80 kilos. Mm. And yeah, but if everything goes well and training goes well, I'm positive. I'm in general, I'm a really positive person. What did your mum think about your weightlifting At the beginning, she was like, no, don't lift that much weight. No, this is not healthy and it's not nice, a woman lifting so many weights. Where's your mum from? She's the Brazilian from Brazil. part of yes. the family. <laughs> and now she's really proud. She comes with me to competition. She understands what's snatch and what's clean and jerk. <laughs> she understands how competition goes, like it's heavier and it's three attempts and yeah. first is snatch and then clean and jerk. The beginning was like, okay, I have to explain her everything, everything. Yeah. everything. But now she understands. And my father, he understands since longer than her. <laughs> Are they strong? Yes, but they don't do sports. <laughs> think but they are both strong. Genetically, my mom had some she looks advantages. she looks really young. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Huh. She looks really young. Cool. She's sixty-six, and she looks at least ten kilo, ten ten years younger. Ten kilos. <laughs> she didn't say that, Sheila's mom. <laughs> Just give her ten kilos. No, but these are her. Brazilian. Her Brazilian jeans. Jeans, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exciting Same for to me. See. No one says I yeah. look like 36. You do not look 36. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm surprised that you that you say that you're that age. We should just fiddle with your passport. That's also something like a lot of people in our gym. Ah, yes, you're 30 and everything goes down. But no, I started weightlifting with 32 and mm. I still do progress. Yeah. And for me, the age is just a number. It's 
nothing else. And I, I guess you mean like you've had um you've been fortunate to get a good coach. Mm-hmm. So and also you have a you're very mature mindset yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get too frustrated if you're not making progress mm-hmm. quickly. Because that seems to me that's something that's that way lies injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes. So being patient is something that you is a virtue, is a is a benefit for you. Yes, sure. Yeah. What what would you tell somebody um who's thinking about starting weightlifting? What would you say to them? What tips would you give them? Depends if it's a woman or a man. A woman. We talk to the girls today. But the girls they are not as strong as a man, but they lift properly faster than a boy. They're in a man. Why? The man's they always want to lift heavy weight. And the woman always wants to do a nice lift yeah. and not too heavy. And this is what's the most important in weightlifting, a good technique mm-hmm. and not the weight. Weight comes after training sessions, many yeah. training sessions. And yeah, you have to be patient <laughs> and work on your technique. That's the most important, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So when is your next big competition? In September, the world championship. Well, in Saudi. Saudi Arabia, yeah. Well, we Will see be you. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Will you come back to Mallorca in the meantime? To Yes, uh, I'm coming in July for a weekend only, but um, I'm coming back, yeah. And maybe one more time, depends. Yeah, yeah. good for you if to come back. Like, warm I like to makes prepare you here. <laughs> Brazilian jeans appreciate the warmth, I'm sure. Yes, I like the warm weather to train. You feel healthy with, with some sun and mm. warm weather, yeah. What were you doing here this week? You were training. training? Yes, I was training the whole week and we did two sessions and it's like an athlete life when we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Just training, food and yeah. and sleep. Nice. Yeah. No work. That was it. Oh no much work. Not much work. Just because a bit of fun. I still have to work a bit for the gym, but not that much. So when you go back, do you feel revived? Refreshed? Yes. Yeah. You I don't feel sad. I know as home there is <laughs> depends. <laughs> I like to go home, but I would prefer stay here and train more and don't work. <laughs> I think we for a few months, you know. Yeah, it's a yeah. good place to yeah. kind of hide yourself away and um, train. Especially now in May, it's really cool to train because it's not too hot, it's not too cold, it's perfect weather to train. Mm. Yeah. You could even And it's always sunny. It's always sunny. I disagree. It's not always sunny. Yeah. It's mostly sunny. Yesterday it was not. Yeah. But mostly sunny. Yeah, we yeah. are pretty we're pretty lucky with the weather. Yeah. But if you see the weather in Switzerland, it's uh, you know, I've never been to Switzerland. Never. What's no. it like? Always cloudy. Yeah, not sunny. Especially I, in winter. All I know is chocolate. Yeah, and cheese. Uh, And money. And money, yeah. (laughs) And watches. (laughs) Mountains. Toblerone. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for talking with me. Uh, It was really fun to get to know you, Sheila. Yes. And good luck in Saudi. Well, I'll see you in the gym soon. Yes. (laughs) But hopefully the listeners will enjoy listening to this. And where would they find you on Instagram? Uh, Sheila.meister. S-C-H. Not S-H. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone says Sheila in English, we but do. it's Sheila. 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 Sheila Meister. It's a Brazilian name. That's why Sheila. Mm-hmm. In the States, there is Sheila with S-H. But yeah. my name is S-C-H. Sheila. What's <laughs> <Sheila>. that, Sheila? <laughs> Thanks, Vicky. Thank you, Sheila. Go smash it in September.
If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends or on your social media. It all helps the show to grow. Europe is Coming is presented by me, Vicky McLeod, and edited by Marta Vidal-Candel. Until next time, thanks for listening, and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.